You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. My special guest and friend of the show is New York Times bestselling author Bruce Cameron. always love talking to Bruce, all the fantastic things going on, and uh, we're going to talk to him today about his latest book, The Dogs of Christmas. So it's going to be fun, exciting, all kinds of good stuff. It's a great book. So everybody hang tight, and we're going to come right back after these commercial breaks. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Joining me now is New York Times bestselling author and screenwriter, Bruce Cameron. Bruce, welcome to the Animal Rights Show. Thank you. It's really fun to be here. Uh, it's great. I'm always excited. always excited about all the, the great stuff you've got going on and uh, definitely the latest books. So tell us about the latest, The Dogs of Christmas. Yeah, you know, with all the stuff going on in the world, you can really, you can open the newspaper and almost every day find some reason to to shake your head and say things are just going really poorly. I wanted to write a book that was uplifting and fun and where the, the dog doesn't die in the end. There, there's my big spoiler. I wanted to write a book because I hated Old Yeller where the dog died in the end. So I wanted to write a book that was, you know, also a, a book that a grandmother could read and her grandson could read. And so I wrote The Dogs of Christmas. It's puppies in the holidays. I figure if that can't cheer you up, then I've got nothing for you. <laughs> exactly. Nothing beats a, a wet nose for the holidays, right? Exactly. I love the idea of there being a box full of puppies right around Christmas time. And then, you know, the families that get the gift of a dog are getting a, a wonderful gift of love. And what better thing to do at, at Christmas but celebrate love and, and dogs of course, are our biggest celebrants. That's right. They're always there. It's always unconditional no matter uh, what we do or uh, how many times we stub our toes. They're always there for us, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, and the Dogs of Christmas are, were sort of, it's sort of a story of how we rescue dogs and then they rescue us. It's a, it's a story about dog rescue in, in, at its core. That's a cause I really believe in. And in the Dogs of Christmas, there is a very, there's a rescue element from the very first page. But in the end, of course, you bring a dog into your life and then what you find is your life is so much richer. You rescued them, but they rescued you. Absolutely. Now, Bruce, I know you're heavily involved, like you said, uh, representing uh, rescue organizations and, and writing and things to support them. Can you give us a personal experience? Maybe your dogs or a dog you've had in your life where uh, you thought you were rescuing them, but at the end of the day, they uh, they taught you more and uh, rescued you in a situation. Yeah, you know, when my when my dog Carly died, I really thought, I can't go through that again. 
I just can't do it. So for a while, I didn't have a dog. And my daughter runs an animal rescue in Denver, and she called me and she said, Dad, um, somebody dumped off a bunch of puppies in a box just hours after they were born. And fortunately, we had a lactating German Shepherd, and we were able to introduce the puppies to the German Shepherd and say something along the lines of, well, you know, you had a wild weekend you forgot about, but here they are, you know, your new puppies. And the German Shepherd nursed them, kept them alive. And she said, these are really special dogs, uh, Dad. You need to have one. And I said, you know, you live in Denver. I live in Los Angeles. It really doesn't make any sense. I'll get a dog when I'm ready. And she said, I'll be out Wednesday. And she, she, that's how my daughter does things. And she came out and she gave us this little dog, Tucker. And, and now I don't know why I waited because, yes, Every time we adopt a dog, we know that that's part of what's coming. We know it's, a, it's for a short period of time. In fact, this is one of the themes of the Dogs of Christmas, is that you need to celebrate them while they're here because they're not going to be here. But wouldn't it be great if we could live our lives like the dogs and always uh, live in the moment and always be happy, knowing that, you know, though we live much longer than dogs, we're not here forever either. So Tucker came in and really rescued me from my morose sense that that I just couldn't handle another dog. And he's 25 pounds of suspect DNA. We don't really know what happened, what dogs came together. Uh, but his whole story, the way he was abandoned and was in a box as a newborn, that story really influenced and inspired the writing behind The Dogs of Christmas. It's, it's very much Tucker's story. You know, and I think we talked about this in the past. I mean, all your great successes, obviously, your two previously uh, critically acclaimed books, uh, A Dog's Purpose and A Dog's Journey. Correct me if I'm wrong, when we talked last, uh, it wasn't necessarily your vision to say, hey, I'm going to start writing uh, dog books or, or animal books. No, I had a great idea. This, the, a Dog's Purpose, the story of a dog's search, in essence, his existential quest for why is he here? Because he has a very special life. He keeps being reborn. And every time he's reborn, he has a new life, and he comes to conclude that there's some reason that he's being reborn, some purpose. Until he figures that out, he's going to keep being reborn. So that's a dog's purpose, and and I didn't realize the way it was going to strike a chord with people. And, of course, the sequel, A Dog's Journey, continues the story of the same dog. And, And I have to tell you that those two books, people just keep writing me about them and keep giving them as gifts to people, particularly people who have lost a pet because of the underlying message of uh, how true love uh, lasts forever and how our real friends are are always here for us if we just know where to look. So, um, yeah, I didn't know that I was going to be the dog guy, but uh, then I wrote uh, The Dogs of Christmas, sort of giving in to what the market wants and giving them exactly what they, they I think they need, which is a book. It's a great gift book. It's got a, a cute puppy on the cover. And then it's really a story that uh, people are enjoying. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm writing dog books now, and, and I'm, I'm not at all objecting to the idea that I'm saddled with such an optimistic, charismatic character as, as a dog. I think that's, that's great. I can that's right. Doing. Yeah. Well, and as you see, being with Tucker, I'm sure there's stories every day. Everything that, that he does, everything that goes on, all compacted in that wonderful world of his. You know, there's endless topics you could write about uh, with just well, one yeah, dog. I mean, Tucker's constant 
vigilance to make sure that there's nothing under the carpet to the point where he tries to dig it up. I, I'm really impressed with that. Now, all that's under there are my stereo cables, but as far as he's concerned, that's his job is to get to that, get to the end of the mystery. What is that under the carpet? Let's go for it. And so we spent a lot of time talking about how we don't dig through the carpet. And I, you know, as many times as I've, as I've told him, he keeps forgetting. <laughs> or he totally ignores you. I think maybe the case. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, you know, it's real interesting going back to your original point and the fact that, you know, I firmly believe, and I talk about this quite often, that every living creature has a purpose for being here in this world, this plane, this universe. And I think dogs have a better concept and understanding of that and realize that their time perhaps is shorter. So they get right down to the purpose, get right down to the mission compared to us humans who we often spend years trying to find that purpose and, and thousands of dollars at the therapist wondering why we're here. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think it's the Dalai Lama who says the purpose of life is to enjoy it. And yeah. I think dogs figure that out for the moment their eyes pop open. Every single day they do. It's amazing. All right, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back and uh, continue our conversation with Bruce Cameron, talk a little bit more about the book, The Dogs of Christmas, and all the other wonderful stuff he's got going on. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back after these commercials. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, my name is Brent Atwater, and I'm the Animal Reincarnation Authority. Join me every week on Alive Again, and let me look at your pet's energy to determine if they're going to reincarnate. I'll be able to tell you when they're going to come back and what they look like. So send me your pet's photo and email me your question at brent at PetLifeRadio.com. I'm looking forward to answering your questions on Alive Again. Every week only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link. 
And I'm here continuing my wonderful conversation with the New York Times bestselling author, Bruce Cameron, talking about the latest book, The Dogs of Christmas. Now, Bruce, uh, when you were growing up as a child, you or your family have uh, special Christmas books and readings and things of this sort? Or was it uh, more of uh, just get out of the way and get to the presents? <laughs> we, had, uh, we had a Christmas diary that we kept and every year added to it. And then we would sit down and read uh, from that diary of Christmas's past. And that was uh, how we celebrated Christmas. So that was our very special Christmas book. I do like the idea, though, of there being a, a book intended for Christmas. I've certainly been a big fan of uh, A Christmas Carol. I just reread that recently. It is really funny. It's a really good book. And I think a lot of people are so much more familiar with TV shows or, you know, interpretations of the screen that they have never thought to read the book, but it's really worth picking up. And when I wrote The Dogs of Christmas, I was not saying to myself, oh, this will be the next, you know, Charles Dickens book. It, but what I was thinking to myself uh, was that I wanted to write a book that was like that one, like A Christmas Carol, was short and was, uh, you know, a quick read, fun, interesting, and uh, upbeat. And that's that's what I aim for. I really was thinking this is the kind of book that someone might might haul out and say, let's read this book again for Christmas to the children. I, I think that would be really wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's a tradition that's unfortunately gone to the wayside. I mean, I remember when I was young, we would always pull out the same books and uh, read and hear the stories. I love the concept that what you and your family did with the diary. That's brilliant. I love that idea. Yeah, that was really fun. Although, you know, reading it, it's very clear that, you know, uh, a lot of times we talk about external events that were really important to us at the time. And then looking back on it, it was like, why were we so concerned about that? That turned out to be nothing. (laughs) It wasn't reminiscent of the Cold War and bomb shelters, was it? Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it really was, it really was like a lot of concern about things. Or the flip side, the same stuff's still happening, so maybe we should give up being so concerned about it. We're, you know. Like Miss America contest and went in world peace. We're still working on that one, aren't we? Still working on that world peace thing, yes. Yeah, if we get that one accomplished, I think we'll be in good shape. Let <laughs> the dogs do it. They've got the good idea. Well, they, they, you know, it, he should live a dog's life, as you said. You know, if, they, if you follow their lead, then everything will be perfect. Exactly. And if it's not, there's always tomorrow, and we can get up and have some fun again. Let's have fun. That's exactly the dog's philosophy. That's it. And I think you did a great job here with this, Bruce. Uh, It's a wonderful book, and it is appropriate for the whole family. I encourage everybody to go out and pick up a copy or two or five. Give them out as gifts, uh, the dogs of Christmas. Read it to your family. Sit down with your kids and read them a story. Wouldn't that be a a great approach? It would not take long. It's a short book, but I, I did that deliberately. Yeah, good stuff. Good job. Well, I've got to go back and talk to you a little bit more about A Dog's Purpose. Uh, The last time we spoke, I believe, Dog's Purpose had been picked up by DreamWorks Studios, and you guys were busy working on the uh, screenplay for that. Got any uh, news and updates on that project? Well, A Dog's Purpose is still in what they call development, and I don't really understand that. It's like it goes into a really dark room and, and develops. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing how they used to develop film. They're all standing around in the dark. They can't see anything. Uh, we also sold the screen rights to the Dogs of Christmas to uh, Fox 2000. Oh, okay. uh, and they are, uh, with Temple Hill producing, and they're very interested in getting that thing going. So it could turn out that the Dogs of Christmas beat a dog's purpose to the box office, which is, you know, that's how these things go. But I, I know very well from personal experience, it takes a long time to make a movie. So I, I'm being patient with this. 
Yeah, it seems to be one of those things. It's a hurry up and wait mentality, isn't it? Very often, you're you're frantically trying to meet some deadline, and then nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, and then you sit back, and then all of a sudden, when you about figured it was all done and wasn't going to go anywhere, they give you a call or drop you a line saying, "Yeah, we need it in uh, two months." That's yeah, or less. I mean, that's that's how that 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 goes. And so, you know, as part of what I do, uh, we you know my my wife, who is my co-writer on screenplay, she's also my, she's also the director of a movie we've got coming out in February, which is called Muffin Top: A Love Story. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. That's an exciting project, and, and how you guys are going about uh, getting the message out there and gathering funding for the project. Yeah, uh, well, the aforementioned Tucker, uh, my dog, is one of the stars. I was in the movie too, but my wife, the director, cut my part. <laughs> so that tells you that she's uh, talented because she recognized that I can't act, whereas I've just never admitted that to myself. Writers should be writers, right? <laughs> if, if, uh, if any of your listeners are interested, uh, Muffin Top, a love story starring my dog, Tucker, among other people like David Arquette and Dot Marie Jones, is, uh, you can go to muffintopmovie.com. What we're doing right now is we're raising the money to take the movie out on a red carpet premiere tour nationwide. We want anybody who has ever wanted to go to a Hollywood premiere knows that it's impossible. You got to fly out to LA. You got to try to get a ticket. You got to know somebody who knows somebody and you're just not going to happen. But what we're going to do instead is go to places in the Midwest and the South and the North where movie premieres never happen. And we're going to showcase this movie to the real people, the audience in the middle of America that are responsible for the what really drives the box office. Uh, it's a great movie for women because it was directed by a woman, co-written by a woman, and, and uh, only 4% of movies are directed by women, but this one is directed by a woman, and the soundtrack is all-female, which is the first time that's ever happened. It's a romantic comedy. It's hilarious. And, of course, like I said, it's got my dog, Tucker. So anybody who wants to go on Facebook to look for Muffin Top Movie or go to muffintopmovie.com, you can find your way to our Kickstarter campaign and contribute, uh, you know, even $5 at this point. Tim would just really help us get this movie out there so that people in the middle of the country can can see it. I think that will be it'll be a lot of fun. And, and now how are you guys determining where it's going to be uh, the red carpets? Well, as people are contributing, we're finding out where they are because we have to send them their rewards. And, of course, there's, there's great rewards. For $25, you can get a DVD of the movie. That's kind of what a DVD costs when you buy it at retail anyway. So we'll, we'll know where they live, and we'll take a look, and we'll say, hey, well, this is where these people are. Like, there's a... There's a team, Kansas City, that's trying to raise funds specifically to go to Kansas City. There's another one trying to raise funds for Traverse City, Michigan. So we're going to go where the people are, where the people the people who supported this live. That's where the movie will be. That's just an amazing concept, amazing idea. And, and the movie, when, you know, obviously when I was uh, reading about it, all the wonderful talent that's associated with it, excluding your, your performance, which got cut out. <laughs> other than that, it yeah. was... Yeah, well, and it's very well excluded. Yeah, <laughs> tell your people uh, if they would just go to muffintop.com, you'll go read about muffintopmovie.com. Sorry, muffintopmovie.com, where you will read about all the other stars that I didn't mention: Melissa Peterman, we've got Tony Winter, Marissa Jared Winoker. Uh, we have a great cast. Uh, women, you know, in, in today's Hollywood, this is shocking. In only six percent of movies, do women talk more than men? Which, you know, by the way, is not my experience in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so when you watch our movie, you realize, hey, the women are talking as much as men. 
Uh, it's not one of the six percenters. So we're trying to put chicks back in flicks, we say, and that's uh, with MuffinTopMovie.com if they would just take a look at it. And uh, and then it just, you know, because I wrote it, uh, there's a dog in it. There you go. Yeah, those stats, I mean, uh, that just amazed me. You know, I'm not going to go there by adding to the comments you just made. I'm a smarter man than that. Otherwise, <laughs> within striking distance of me, I think. But <laughs> but I, I was just amazed when you're talking about 6% of the women have, there's movies where 6% of the women have more talking lines than, than men. And then 4% all women cast. I mean, it's just amazing numbers. It's just shows uh, that we still got a long way to go. Yeah, it's, it's really shocking. We're actually going backward. In the 50s and 60s, uh, movies were pretty much 50-50. Women talked as much as men, but that has just gone away. Uh, now we put a man in a pair of tights and give him superpowers, and he's running around, and the women, if they do talk, have really stupid lines. So I'm really, uh, I'm really proud to be associated with MuffinTopMovie.com. That has uh, been a it's been a great thing for me, and it's an ind- independent movie that needs independent help. And it's, it flows so naturally from my dog books, like The Dogs of Christmas, because it captures in the movie how important dogs are to our lives. That's right. So everybody, uh, donate to the uh, go to uh, muffintopmovie.com, go to the Facebook page, like it, join in, definitely donate to the, the cause, get it in your hometown. That would just be fantastic in some of these smaller areas, like you said, that don't get the advantage of uh, going on the red carpet. It'd just uh, be a lot of fun. Yeah, and- we're bringing the cast, too. It's not just going to be me and my dog. It's going to be the cast uh, will show up for uh, any, any town that hosts the muffintopmovie.com will, will show up. Amazing. So what do you want more, people? Come on. This is a great time to get involved in something. Help the cause. Great movie. Great cause. Get to see Tucker, and uh, you won't get to see Bruce in his tights running around. Good Good news. Win-win for everybody. Exactly. That's fun. Yeah, you won't see me in tights. (laughs) So everybody go to uh, MuffinTopMovie.com or the Facebook page and uh, get involved there and get Tucker to come to your town. That would be a a superstar prize in its own. Bruce, tell us uh, where everybody can get a copy of The Dogs of Christmas. I'm running this really great promotion on my adogspurpose.com website. If you go to adogspurpose.com and select the book, The Dogs of Christmas, you'll see that at a number of bookstores, I'm doing a charity drive where I'm personally contributing $2 to Animal Rescue for every copy purchased. And at one of the bookstores, Square Books in uh, Oxford, Mississippi, they are matching that. So it's $4 goes to an animal rescue down there. So all you have to do, and you can buy it, it's, it's already signed, so you get a signed copy of The Dogs of Christmas. $4 goes to uh, an animal charity for every copy sold. It is a really great deal for everybody concerned. So that's at a dogspurpose.com and just click on The Dogs of Christmas. Fantastic. Well, we'll definitely get that message out there as well, because uh, what better way to uh, enjoy a fantastic book, a great read, a perfect holiday gift for uh, the family and friends, and you're doing a great uh, deal of uh, positive work there, giving back money to the rescues, which uh, they can always use and help out all those wonderful uh, wonderful puppies out there. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. So, Bruce, thanks so much for coming on the show again. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I love catching up on everything you got going on. It's, it, it's a lot of fun. A lot of activity so it's always good right it's always good i i think in this world you got to diversify that's my approach it's always been my approach i'm going to try to do different things uh you know why not it's like being a dog one day you go swimming one day you lie in the sun one day you chase the ball that's right and on good days you get to do all three right (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) 
<laughs> so right, pick up a copy of the book, The Dogs of Christmas. And while you're uh, out there doing that, go to uh, dogspurpose.com and purchase the book there, autographed. And uh, $2 will go to uh, Animal Rescues to help the animals out. And go to muffintopmovie.com or uh, like it on Facebook and follow it there. Donate a little bit of money to the fun. Get that red carpet fun and all the activities, all the celebrities coming to your town. Wouldn't that be just fantastic? So a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff going on. Everybody get at it right now. Bruce Cameron, thanks for coming on the Animal Rights Show on Pet Life Radio today. Hey, thanks for having me. This was a blast. Thank you. Well, we're coming to the end of the show today. I want to thank everybody for listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. I also want to thank, once again, Bruce Cameron uh, for being on the show. Everybody pick up a copy of the book, The Dogs of Christmas. Uh, It's a lot of fun. Great book. I want to thank the uh, sponsors and the producers for making this show possible. To find out more about me, Tim Link, and the other uh, interviews and podcasts that I've got going on, you can go to uh, PetLifeRadio.com. It's PetLifeRadio.com. Click on the Animal Rights icon. Download the episodes. Download this episode. It'll be a lot of fun. And while you're there, check out all the other wonderful hosts and shows on Pet Life Radio. It's PetLifeRadio.com. If you have any questions for me, uh, comments, or ideas for the show, uh, please email me. You can email me at Tim at PetLifeRadio.com, and I'll do my best to answer your questions, uh, entertain your all comments, and uh, bring on the people you want to hear most onto the show. So until next time, write a great story about the animals in your life. Share it in a blog, article, or in a book. And who knows? You may be the next guest on Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have a great day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.